What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we are nearing the end. Teams are clinching their postseason berths. They're punching their tickets. The latest team to do so is the Houston Astros. They've clinched the AL West in a first-round bye to the American League Division Series. So, the Astros got a shutout win over the Tampa Bay Rays, and they're ready to go. But I, I guess there is one more thing they're looking for is the top seed in the American League. That's the last thing they have their eyes set. That would give them home field advantage up until, but not including the World Series. So through the ALCS, because, well, I, I guess it depends on the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. And if the Dodgers were to make the World Series, the Dodgers would have home field advantage in the World Series. But nonetheless, the Astros celebrated on Monday night in the clubhouse, they had the you know the champagne showers and everything. I mean, this is a golden era of Astros baseball. This year, it includes some new faces like Trey Mancini, Christian Vasquez, and Jeremy Pena. You know, and of course, they have their seasoned winners who are already on the team, guys like Bregman, Altuve, Verlander. I mean, this, this Astros machine just rolls on. And this is Houston's fifth AOS title in six seasons. They'll take it. They'll definitely take it. Um, celebration happened in the Tropicana Field Clubhouse. I mean, if you go back to June 21st, when Houston beat the Mets, they opened a 10-game lead in the division, and there were still nearly 100 games remaining. But the Astros weren't about to let their foot off the gas. Instead, they grew their lead from that point on behind a dominating pitching staff and an offense led by Jordan Alvarez, who has become an absolute star in this game. Alvarez has, you know, been rewarded with a big contract. You know, it's it's a it's a complete team from top to bottom. Of course, they have Verlander back. You know, they have five holdovers from that 2017 World Series championship team, including Verlander himself. Uh, you know, Altuve is the longest tenured Astros player. He began the game with his 11th leadoff homer of the season, and then Houston added on in the sixth inning with three runs, including a two-run double by Bregman. Luis Garcia went five innings, Hunter Brown went three, and Hector Neris finished it off. And the Astros got the AL best 16th strikeout. So right now, the Astros are 97 and 51. They only need three wins to reach 100 in a season for the fourth time since 2017. And they would actually tie a club record for wins at 107 if they can win 10 of their final 14 games. But I don't know if they're going to push too hard for that. I think the the focus in Houston is to get their guys rested and ready for a strong playoff push. If we stay on the American League side of things. The Guardians are heading to Chicago to close this thing out. They face the White Sox with the AL Central title and tiebreaker on the line. The stage is set. With an 11-4 win over the Twins in the finale of a five-game series on Monday afternoon in Cleveland, you know, the Guardians have basically eliminated one of two threats for that AL Central. The Twins were a threat, but they've, they've kind of got that monkey off their back. Minnesota fell seven games back in the division. With just 15 games remaining in the regular season, uh, it's going to be tough for the Twins to come back. I mean, if you look at the season series against Minnesota, Cleveland was 13-6 and against the Twins 
on the season. And next on the docket is now the White Sox. So they're going to head to Chicago to try to finish things off. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, the series versus the White Sox could determine the division title because first, the Guardians need to win at least one game to secure an edge in the tiebreak scenario. But remind, remind yourself that there is no game 163 this year. So that means all ties in the standings will come down to head-to-head matchups between two teams. So the Guardians have already taken the tiebreaker against the Twins and the unlikely chance they're tied at the end of the year. But so far, Cleveland is 9-7 and seven against the White Sox. So whoever gets the 10 wins will end up having the advantage in the tiebreaker because they play 19 times. So you know, whoever has at least 10 wins will, will have that tiebreak scenario. But, you know, Cleveland is hot. The Guardians have won 12 of the last 15 games. They took 4 out of 5 against the Twins over the weekend and 7 out of 8 in the past week and a half. And they basically eliminated the Twins. So now they're just going to go out there to close things out in Chicago. That's really what they're looking for. But, you know, Cleveland, I think, is is the surprise team of the year for me. I, I didn't see all this coming. But, you know, in, in the past in the past few weeks, you know, They've had big contributions from their from their key guys, Stephen Kwan, Jose Ramirez, Naylor, Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario. All these guys have been really hot recently, especially on Monday. I mean, those guys I just mentioned erupted for 11 runs on 14 hits. So looks like we're going to see more postseason baseball in Cleveland. If we head out to Los Angeles, so the Dodgers had Kershaw on the mound on Monday, and he locked up LA's first round bye with a 10 strikeout gem. And this was the Dodgers' 102nd win of the season. It's good to see Kershaw out there. He's healthy right now. You know, he's always missing time here and there, but when he is healthy, he's really good. He's figured out how to pitch with his new stuff over the past couple of years, and he's he's outstanding. This is a 5-2 win over the D-backs, and the Dodgers are, are getting ready for their postseason push Joey Gallo hit a solo home run hit his 18th bomb of the year you know it's interesting Gallo has been a completely different hitter since he went out to LA he looked very lost with the Yankees but he's he's regained most of his form out with the Dodgers I don't know what it is with certain players when they just need a change of scenery and as soon as they switch teams you know find themselves in a new situation they play a lot better that's exactly what happened to Joey Gallo and he's been Better since the day he arrived in LA. I don't know what it is. It's it's very interesting, but you know, his numbers are are uh, improving. Let's put it that way. I mean, 33 games with the Dodgers, he's got a 7.46 OPS compared to you know the 82 games with New York, he had a 6.21 OPS. Speaking of New York, let's talk about Aaron Judge's triple crown chase. So. I mean, I didn't even realize that he had a chance at this, and he really does. So he has huge leads in home runs and RBIs. He's probably going to – I mean, he, he will. He will be the home run and RBI champion for the American League. But he's only one point below the lead for the batting average. At least this was coming into Monday. I mean, going on Monday, he was hitting 316 for third place. Bogarts was also 316, but just, you know – a few, you know, fractions of a percentage point ahead. And then Luis Arias was his first place at 317. So 317 was the lead, judge at 316. So he has a chance for the triple crown. 
I mean, Judge has been garnering a lot of headlines, primarily for his chase of the American League single season home run record at at 61. Um, Judge is currently at 59. But, you know, just as he continues his march on Roger Maris's record, he also finds himself really close to the league lead in batting average, which, which would put him ahead and could net him the triple crown. It's pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable the kind of season this dude is having. Um, yeah, let's just watch. Let's watch. The last triple crown winner was Miguel Cabrera in 2012. And, um, yeah, he would join a list of all-time greats. Greats. Not many players have done this. Just 10 different players have won a triple crown. Aaron Judge is having a special season. Yes, I know the the, the argument for MVP with him is is pretty pretty loud, but I still believe, and, and he probably will win. Aaron Judge will, will probably win AL MVP. I mean, he's the, he's the favorite in Vegas and everything. The odds makers have pegged him as the favorite. But I think that there needs to be a change in the way we think about MVP because I think there's something in sports called voter fatigue where, you know, there's argument. People say, well, you can't give it to Otani because then you'd have to give it to him every year because just because he's doing something special that no one's ever done before with hitting and pitching, I mean, that's going to be the case. He's the only two-way player in the league. And I think, why not? Why not give it to him? But that's a discussion for another day. I mean, I guess we've kind of already had that discussion, but... um, I, I digress. I digress. Speaking of New York, the Mets were up in Milwaukee and they got six perfect innings from Max Scherzer. And they clinched a playoff berth with a 7 2 win over the Brewers. And this was also Scherzer's 200th career win and lowered his ERA to 2.15. That's great. That's great stuff. That's exactly what the Mets want to see as they get ready for the postseason. They clinched the playoff berth. I mean, the playoffs are back for the New York Mets. This was a, a huge season for them. They had very large expectations coming in with all the postseason signings they had, all the money they spent, and, and you know, it's coming to fruition. Of course, this team is not done yet. They need, I mean, I, I think I said it early in the season that it's kind of like, NLCS or bust. If they don't at least make it to the NLCS, this would be a, a lost season for the Mets, in a sense, considering how much they spent in the offseason. But we still know it's possible for them to match up with the Dodgers in the first round, which would be quite a matchup. So let's just wait and see. But the, the Mets got a got a strong start from Max Scherzer. They got a win. They've punched their postseason ticket. Now they're going to try to win the NL East. So... That is where we stand with things. Teams are punching their tickets. You know, we'll keep an eye out for the remainder, but that'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.